0: Whoa! I don't think I even want to hear your story. All of you must hear the Scarlet Spider story.
1: My name is Ben Riley. I'm related to this reality's Peter Parker. How? I'm his clone. Or maybe he's my clone.
0: We're not sure. I'm the real Spider-Man. I don't know what kind of mind game this is, but I'm the real Spider-Man. The real Peter Parker. You
1: see? Clones.
0: I thought I was that clone. I tried to stay out of Peter's
2: life by taking on a new identity. I dyed my hair, changed my name to Ben Riley. When I became a costume hero of the Scarlet Spider, it really made him
1: angry. But the next big blow came from Dr. Kurt Connors. He discovered that, according to our genetic structures, it might be Peter who was the clone, not me. That news
0: pushed Peter Parker over the edge. Now he hated me with a passion. This is starting to sound like a bad comic book plot. It gets worse. Why
3: didn't you just
1: tell me I was a clone? The cloning process has proven unstable. You're
0: kind of Welcome back, clone heads, to the Clone Saga Chronicles podcast, a podcast powered by Sway-Dude.com. I'm Zach Junior, your friendly neighborhood host, and I'm joined up this episode by Mr. Greg Mushansky. Crap. He's on the show. You can also find him on Spectacular Radio here on the Spidey-Dude.com radio network. And the other sound you heard was Mr. Gerard Delatour Second. The cream of the
1: crop, yeah.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> I turned into
2: Macho Man for a second, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, wait, why?
2: <laughs> no particular reason.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> Before we get started, I would like to say two things Number one Wait, 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 wait.
0: I have to say what, where he's a part of All right, He's a part of Mayday, he's a part of Mayday Mondays On the SpyDestDude.com radio We
3: love Mayday Mondays, put more out, Gerard
0: <laughs> I'm
2: also a part of all of your hurts Oh Oh, oh I don't
0: know if we go that far
2: oh, oh, well, judging from what you made us read tonight I know you hate me On an visceral level
0: Well, you know, I mean, somebody has to do it And why not you?
2: Why not Zoidberg?
0: <laughs> this episode we're going to be covering uh, Sibling Rivalry, a two-part story that ran in uh, Superior Spider-Man Team-Up number two and Scarlet Spider number 20.
1: Crap. We'll cov- <laughs>
0: we will also be covering uh, Funeral for an Octopus Parts one through three. So we have a bit, a bit of old and a bit of new in this
2: particular episode. Insert that, uh, that clip from uh, the Spider-Man movies. Crap. 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 Mega crap.
3: I would also like to say one thing. I was supposed to be at a Foo Fighters concert with my brother tonight, but I didn't go because I have to work early in the morning. But I had to read this shit instead.
1: Name <laughs> or <part>. crap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Zach, you got us both in surly moods tonight. You made us read awful awful nonsense. This yeah, well, this is going to get ugly.
0: At least the first two chapters were, uh, um, the first two parts are actually nicely drawn.
2: No! Oh, yo, you mean sibling rivalry? Okay, yeah, I yes. gave you that. Okay. I'll give you that for the first issue, not the second. And one more thing. I would like to
3: apologize to whatever alternate dimension to the, that he lives in, or the brain of Stan Lee and Steve Dicko, Dr. Octopus. I'd like to apologize to you for having to go through the sh- crap that we're about to read and review tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. They're a bit surly this evening. It's okay, though.
2: <laughs> it's like, Greg, you can, you can sort of liken this to... Oh, who's eating what? <laughs> Mute that if you're going to be eating candy bars or whatever the hell that is. Sorry. This is like if, if you had a daughter and you love that daughter very much, then she grew up to be a prostitute or something. That, that's, that's what that's what Doc Ock is in these stories. The daughter that grew up to be a prostitute.
3: To be fair, she'd be making a lot of money.
2: Well, it's making a lot of money for Marvel, so it's an even more apt comparison. There
3: you go. There you go. Hey, it's an honorable profession. The world's honorable right. profession.
0: So, so I kind of got a figure uh, that, that not everybody, well, most everybody that's listening might know, but th- those that don't, I'm going to give a re- brief recap of uh, what happened, why Dr. Otto Octavius is inside of Peter Parker's body, which just sounds really stupid.
2: What do you mean by that, Zach? There's nothing wrong with it.
0: All right, so... In Amazing Spider-Man 698, uh, Dr. Otto Octavius launched his final master plan against Spider-Man. He's dying, because in ASM 600, it revealed that all the punches to the face had a degenerative effect on Dr. Otto Octavius and that he would soon die. It literally took 100 issues for it to happen, but it did. So starting in 698, there was a story called Dying Wish, which was leaked on the internet Uh, What was it? Two weeks before the actual release.
2: Yep, and somebody posted a review of it on SpiderManCrawlspace.com and was not reprimanded for it afterwards.
0: Because that's staying in.
2: I'm still angry about that, by the way. Uh,
0: I know you are. Anyway. The, uh... That story ended in ASM 700, which was the end of that volume of Amazing Spider-Man. The... That next month, Superior Spider-Man uh, came out and uh, launched. Ran for eight issues before Peter Parker in the... Oh, by the way, there was at the end of that first issue, there was a, quote, Ghost Peter. So the ghosts of Peter's memories were haunting Otto. Crap. So then uh, issue around issue eight, the uh, final resolution of uh, Ghost Peter would occur. Ghost Peter would be defeated in the mindscape. And Dr. Otto Octavius would be taking over.
3: Because he tried to kill a little girl or something, which was crap.
0: Yes. Exactly. So, uh, needless to say, Dr. O- Dr. Otto Octavius is now inhabiting the body of Peter Parker. Now you're officially caught up as to what was going on at the time of this, the publication of Superior Spire Matina. Aren't you By the bad? way... I am glad. You are really... You both are really surly tonight, aren't you? <laughs> so, uh... I'm doing the recap for two, right? Uh, no. Does it matter, though? Because... Uh,
2: okay, I'll recap number two. I think you were supposed so, to, you're supposed to recap uh, Scarlet Spider 20. I'm yeah. recapping Superior number two and uh, uh, Funeral number two. And then Greg's doing the book ends of Funeral.
0: Okay. That's all right. All right. So... Gerard's going to give us a recap of Scarlet Spider number 20. No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Gerard's going to give us a recap of Superior Spider-Man number 2. Uh, it would
2: help if I had the comic open in front of me, because I didn't write or pre-write a recap for these.
3: I've got the issue in my hand. Infer- inferior Spider-Man team-up.
2: <laughs> All right, hold on. Before I begin, I need something, uh, a little uh, help me out with my recap here. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Okay, so uh, issue begins, you got some clone nonsense. These are going to be really fast, by the way, because coincidentally both issues that I'm reviewing happen to just be basically entirely fights. And I'm not giving you a blow-by-blow because, frankly, these issues don't deserve it, so I'm just going to gloss over them. Uh, This issue is written by Christopher Yost, who actually bothered to show up at this time, apparently. Uh, Marco Cicero on art, and, uh, Rochelle Rosenberg doing colors. So, uh, we're in a lab, and the figure, two, uh, shadowed figures, who are very clearly the jackal and someone else, I mean, I don't even know why they tried to hide the jackal there, are, uh, dealing with some, they have some clones and some tubes, they got a couple laying on some, uh, beds and stuff. He cut to New York City, where the superior Spider-Man is swinging around and giving some very irritating narration that basically is intended to bring you up to speed on what happened. All these issues, it brings up that, you know, I was using Horizon Labs as a stepping stone, and blah, 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 blah. So he gets home, and sure enough, the Scarlet Spider is there waiting for him. And this Scarlet Spider, of course, being Cain, in his somewhat uh, not very good-looking red and black suit, I'm sorry, Zach, I just never liked it. Uh, <laughs> he shows up, uh, Otto, in Peter's body, of course, immediately remembers that, oh yeah, that's right, Kane killed me. <laughs> of course. So he gets pretty pissed, he pushes Kane out of a window, and thus begins a big fight. They start brawling out on the streets, you know, they exchange blows, they're swinging each other around on webs, you know, the usual crap. Until finally, out of nowhere, a bunch of weird... Uh spider human hybrid start jumping out and attacking and uh, as the narration says, uh fascinating. These spider creatures appear to be half human, half spider with some sort of extra and you know, he eventually determines its mutant powers. There's, there's some sort of amalgamation clones of a bunch of parts, sort of like a Frankenstein's monster of uh cloning process. Are we allowed to say now-
3: is that word allowed? Has Marvel put the kibosh in that word yet because of Fox Studios?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, they're totally not uh, they're uh So they're, they're spliced with inhuman DNA.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, now, to be clear, this was actually uh, established in the previous issue of Superior Team-Up.
2: Oh, of course. Why would I have ever read that? Um, yeah, I should probably mention uh, I have not read any other issue of Superior Team-Up or Superior Spider-Man because I quite gleefully rage quit after ASM 700. Nor have I read Scarlet Spider-Past issue 19. So this is a real treat for me. Um so anyway, these uh uh <clears throat> not mutants decide to attack the uh, the two spiders. They have uh they have Otto on the ropes when Kane comes to his aid and they briefly team up together to fight off these monstrosities until of course the jackal shows up and he, it's the jackal uh Carrion and I guess a clone of Miles Warren. Zach, help me out here. Wait, what is going on here? Yes. <laughs> helpful as always so so, Cain attacks uh, the Jackal immediately, he starts getting his ass handed to him by Carrion uh, until of course then, Otto has to come save him and you know, blah blah blah, more mutants attack, etc, they both get knocked out uh, Gwen Stacy has a science gun oh, I'm sorry, Gwen Stacy clone has a science gun, they got a clone of uh, Miles Warren has the other gun and you know, a bunch of narration explaining who Gwen Stacy is as if the readers are so ignorant that they don't recognize her. Uh, then the, the issue ends with the, all of the enemies standing in shadow over them as they start to drift out of consciousness. To be concluded in Scarlet Spider number 20 on forgot, now. I forgot to mention
3: the best part of the issue. At the very end after you turn the page, or, after that last page, see, there's Art of Black Widow doing a high kick for a Dr. Pepper ad. Oh.
2: I don't have that in front of me, because I sure as hell wasn't going to pay money for this issue.
3: I stole my copy. No, I didn't. (laughs) I borrowed it.
2: (laughs) Sure you did.
3: Hey, is this worth shoplifting and getting arrested for?
2: Hell no, it's not worth shoplifting and getting arrested for Exactly, which is
3: why I wouldn't do it. (laughs) I borrowed it for my brother.
2: I wouldn't shoplift this in any sort of scheme just to rid the world of every copy by destroying it, either. It's just not worth the effort. Anyway, uh, Zach, I believe you have the recap for issue 20.
0: So, we are... Issue number 20. Issue number 20 starts off with... uh, It's written by Chris Yost. Art by uh, a guy that I've never heard of. Named uh, K-Studios In-Huk Lee. Now, I guess this is a Japanese-style artist... He does the bulk of the art in this issue. There's a, there's a uh, dream sequence that's done in the beginning of the issue and then there's a another artist that does the end of the issue. So we had to have three artists to complete this issue of Scarlet Spider. All right, so page 1 is a dream sequence with with Kane in his cryostasis tube, the jackal and a Gwen Stacy clone, a couple of Gwen Stacy clones and he uh, keeps saying can for telling Kane to wake up. At one point, one of the Gwyn's, Gwyn's clones has the clone degeneration, and we then cut to Kane falling into a mound of Gwen failed Gwyn clones. Before we wake to a yet another Gwyn clone, so once again we are reminded that there's a bunch of Gwyn clones. Kane and the inf- and the inferior Spider-Man are tied up to a chair, and Kane, uh, Jackal then informs them that he has taken various spider fluids. <coughs> So, so uh, needless to say, uh, uh, Jackal reveals that uh, he has taken various spider fluids from both Cain and Peter. A big, giant fight ensues, where we uh, then see the inferior Spider-Man deciding to throw and bust open an hydrogen tank because that's what uh, that's what needed to be done to progress the story. We see a brief glimpse, and I mean ever so brief, of uh, of Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy in this issue. Saying she's sorry. Now uh, I think this is paid. Uh, yeah, go uh, y'all. all got the pages in front of you.
2: Yes. Yes. They're not numbered.
0: After After uh, Octopus throws the uh, busts open the hydrogen tank. Look at that one image in the middle of the pan of the page of of Gwen. Does that not look just like M.F. Stone? It does.
3: Hey Norman, you're not. The, it's not just you. Otto killed Gwen Stacy now
0: too. <laughs> well, the clone of Gwen Stacy. So yeah, needless to say, um, the lab continues to explode. Kane escapes, but uh, Superior Stupid is uh, out there. And needless to say, the two of them fight on, and uh, nothing really gets resolved, other than Kane feeling. So uh, Eric Burnham and Chris Yost then come in and write the epilogue where uh, Paco Medina does the pencils at George Bush Intercontinental Airport. Kane arrives back from New York City. He uh, then goes to the bathroom and sees that his scars have returned.
2: Uh, uh, you, you missed an important part here. Uh, somebody hit him with uh, something while he's in the airport, and by somebody I mean clearly it's Craven because he's in the he's in the goddamn panel.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, okay, so so he gets hit in hit in the back of the neck, and uh, uh, what is
2: that? Is it like a, tra- a tracking
0: thing? Yeah, it's a dart. It comes into play for the next issue. And no one so, in the airport
2: saw this. It's an airport.
0: <laughs> It's called it's called Craven the Hunter. He is the best hunter of them all.
2: Not, uh, so, not really cuz I can see him. He's right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh cue next issue where the return of Scarlet Spider question mark. But you forgot so, uh, you forgot Epilog 2. Oh, no, no, no. ep- Epilog 2. Oh yes, 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 yes. So uh, Epilog 2, um the Jackal is back in his lab, you know, uh with Carrion, who has clearly survived. And Jackal then gets the last bit of the crate the cane DNA and announces that we're going to see Spider Side two. wow, wow! I love how they
2: denote that this is a DNA because it's in a jar that you find like pickles in, and it says cane on it, and it has a picture of a helix of a double helix on it. There you go.
0: There's your DNA. Crap. So, next issue the return of Squad Spider question mark.
2: <laughs> Spoilers, it's all a joke. No, it's not the sure going to spider.
0: Yeah, so uh that is the end of the sibling rivalry story, two parts. Um we're gonna go around the horn, give grades, give thoughts. Uh hopefully they'll be longer than the recap. So we'll start with Greg Bashansky.
3: First of all, before we start, why is the Jackal alive again? Was this ever explained? Was the Jackal that fell off with the Daily Beagle at the end of Maximum Clonage him, a clone? Well, what's going on?
0: Never explained.
2: Well, of course not, because we're just supposed to understand, right? Because his Dan Slott and all that. He's nothing. the
0: Jackal, man. Yeah, he's, he's the Jackal. He's... like Mysterio. Yeah, why come on, he's he Mysterio. There? I can almost buy it from
3: Mysterio, but the, the Jackal...
0: I mean, it was a clone, man. Come on. Uh, th- come on, man. It's the Jackal. It's a clone. Greg, it was very, Greg, Greg. It Greg. was very clearly intended that the Jackal was supposed to die at the end of maximum clonage. He was brought back in a Pun- Punisher vs. Daredevil miniseries inexplicably. No explanation as to how he's alive. Dan Slott then takes the liberty of bringing him back, using him during Spider Island hashtag, and that's why he's still alive. Congratulations. You're now caught up on the history of the Jackal.
2: Yay. when you're so lazy and incompetent that you don't bother to come up with an explanation for why characters are in your stories your stories aren't worth reading
0: that's how you really feel Gerard. Oh
2: well no because
0: it's Greg's turn
3: well first of all um, even though I don't think it's happening yet or maybe it has because I haven't been really been reading but Spiderside 2.0 2.0
0: <laughs> <laughs> never followed up upon thank god please
2: <laughs> no I also love that's their big cliff, like that's the big cliffhanger to end the issue. on.
3: was that supposed to make, make people excited?
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm a Spider-Man, I'm a Spider-Man clone fan. I was not excited about that. I yeah. groaned out loud.
2: Also, didn't they mention that they think the readers are too old and should stop reading the books? But yet they're including references to things that only readers who've been around for 20 years would understand.
3: They would, because it's not like these characters are ever going to show up in any outside media. You're never going to see Spider-Side in a cartoon show. or a Spider-Side is... The ultimate Spider-Man cartoon right now is too good for (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Side.
2: Has he ever showed up in a video game? No. I'm sure he has. Come on, there's got to be some... I don't think he has. There's got to be some stupid so. browser game or something that he's appearing in.
0: Oh, but no, I don't, I don't.
2: I'm looking this up on
3: Wikipedia to see if they have this there because they usually would, but... Um,
1: Spider
3: <laughs> uh, Spiderside doesn't even have his own Wikipedia entry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Spiderside, no one loves you. Thank God for Spawn, miracles. <laughs>
2: Who loves you, baby? The answer is no one. I mean, I'm looking at
3: images of the old Spider-Side character came up and, my God, just... I mean, look at him. It's like... Is he trying to be Venom?
2: (laughs) We can't look at him, Greg. This is an audio
0: podcast.
3: Listeners, if you hate yourselves, Google Spider-Side.
0: (laughs) S-P-I-D-E-R-C-I-D-E.
3: I hate hate myself. That's why I googled (laughs) Spider-Side. Anyway. Um, But, really... What's there to say about this? I mean, it's
1: crap.
3: I mean, just we, I, I understand there's more DNA in semen than there is in blood, but and I'm not a prude, but really, I mean, the only person who should ever have access to Peter's semen is Mary Jane. I mean,
2: I think I, I re- know. I think I know what your what your problem is, Greg, which is the problem I had, which is that this is stupid and pointless. And what did I just read?
3: I read it twice earlier today, and then I read it along with the recaps while people were going, and I still couldn't really tell you what happened in there, except a bunch of mutant spiders, and Spocktopus or whatever the hell we call them, having the having a uh, a fan service meetup that t- that no actual fan would really want. I mean, it's just
1: it's crap.
2: If you told me after, you know, whatever, I can't remember what issue he dies in, Spectacular 220-something, if you told me after that issue that, like, oh, yeah, just wait until 20 years from now when Cain and and Dr. Octopus finally meet, and when they do, Dr. Octopus is Spider-Man and Cain is a superhero, I'd be like, what? (laughs)
3: I would have loved an actual meeting between Kane and Doc Ock, as we...
2: I mean, yeah, but as Kane and Doc Ock, like when Cain exactly. was a giant, <laughs> and had clone generation when Dr. Octopus was Dr. Mother-effing-Octopus. I mean, I don't mind Kane
3: being Scarlet Spider, I actually liked that book for the most part, but I would want it to be the actual Dr. Octopus.
0: Yep. Yeah.
3: Again, I'm sorry, Doc Ock, I'm sorry all this stuff has happened to you. All this crap.
2: <laughs> as far as I'm concerned maybe he's just stayed dead after they killed him off in the Clone saga and he's never been back since have they done anything good to him since I've,
0: I'm struggling to think of anything <laughs> with Kane no Dr. No. Octopus oh no I, um,
1: oh, I oh, like oh, the,
2: actually I take that back they did this great story where he was dabbling in Middle Eastern politics
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you Paul Jenkins no, I think the best Doc Ock story probably was the resurrection story because it was so goofy and crazy and kind of. Wacky.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! So your argument is that the best story Doc Ock has is in is was the one he's resurrected because of how stupid it is?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no! Like it was, a, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you had you had uh, Lady Ock, you had Stunner, so what you're you had is it was Hand Ninjas, you oh, had Lila was in that. Yes.
3: So what you're saying is it was stupid fun, like the movie
2: Commando?
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, the movie Commando. Minute. We bleed. We can kill it.
2: Actually, that was, I wish, that was Prowse predator, dude. I
3: you know I, I wish Bennett from Commando was in this. It'd be much better.
2: <laughs> why did Why, why does anyone try to clone him? Why do they keep cloning Gwen Stacy? There's no point to any of that. She's useless. Unless you have a bridge that someone needs to fall off of.
3: Well, I would say it's because the jackal or Miles wants to do things with her, but clearly he doesn't. We've never actually seen him do this. I'm more convinced now than ever that he's. This entire stalker with the crush thing on Gwen, is actually his beard, and, he's, and it's Peter he's in lust with. Wait a
2: minute, wait a minute, I think I know why she was there. Somebody had to get that spider semen in this issue, and he wasn't going to do it.
3: No, he did it.
2: <laughs> with his furry hands. With his furry hands, yes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> All right, Gerard, before we get too far off the rails... There are no rails. We're talking about sibling rivalry.
2: Wait, you
3: didn't ask me for my final grade on the issue.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. What's, what's the grades on this, this issue?
3: Um, I would like to say C for crap, but I'm not going to do that. It's an F.
0: Say that again. C for what?
3: I would like to say C for crap, but I'm not going to do that. So it gets an F. <laughs>
0: Uh, not a C but an F okay so let's do uh, Gerard give us your thoughts upon civiling rivalry um,
2: it was bad and everyone involved with making it should feel bad okay no you want something more in depth than that Um, okay I'll give you one thing that I liked about it which is that the artwork in the first part was really nice yes because I like Marco Ciceno's work a lot. He had a nice little run on a Punisher book that ended up being garbage, but his work on that was good. But other than that, uh, th- this was just meandering, worthless nonsense. I mean, the first issue was just a fight and The second issue was just a scene in a lab that made no sense whatsoever. Because it had something... <sighs> I just in the grand scheme, again, I'm, I'm reading this out of context. I haven't read Superior. I didn't haven't read any of the follow up issues of Scarlet Spider or anything like that. What was the point of this?
0: <laughs> Did it, the, y- the point of it was to was for that interaction between Ock and Peter?
2: But it was you mean uh, came, but it was
3: done
0: yeah. so badly. <laughs> like I actually the, the my I'll talk about that my thoughts in a minute.
3: The Jackal yeah. should not have been in this story. It should have been Cain and Ock.
0: But again, it,
2: it, okay. So if the whole point of the story was to have uh, Doctor Octopus and Cain interact, even though they're not Doctor, o- even though he's not Doctor Octopus. Let's not go there. Um, actually, you know, wait a minute. Does he ever find out that it's Doctor Octopus? Uh,
0: no. Right. Well, no. I mean, well, I mean, I, I, well, he just went through the. Um, um, in Spider Verse, did he find out? Spider Verse. Well, he he interacts with Ock.
2: Okay, so the only time you have Doctor Octopus and Kane interact, he Kane doesn't even know that it's Doctor Octopus. What is the point of this story? <laughs> Everyone well, who wrote I, I kn- Okay, this okay, story you,
0: kn- you, in you the knew, you you knew, you knew that people that people know that knew anything about Kane and that knew anything about uh, Doctor Octopus knew that these two had a history. Okay. So, I mean, you, you knew the questions were going to start get, being raised. Well, what what is Dr. Octopus's reaction to Kane? And I thought it was a very natural reaction for Dr. Octopus and Cain to go through that.
2: But we never got Cain's end of it because he never found out it was Dr. Octopus. And Dr. Octopus's yeah. reaction to it lasted like two pages.
0: Uh, y- and then yeah, they got attacked t-
2: by, by mutants and and the Jackal and clones of Gwen Stacy getting blowed up and stuff.
0: Yeah, it, Poor it was still dying and the first semen. time. And semen,
2: don't forget the semen. Of course. How could I forget? It was splashed all over the pages.
0: Exploding. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, Okay. so 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 what did, uh, Jorah,
2: what's your grade? Come on, really? I'll give this an F. I gotta, okay, uh, right. one extra note, by the way. Uh, th- is Superior Spider-Man normally written like his captions in the first few pages are written?
0: Yes. Oh, I hated that. Okay, just checking. Where, he, where he's like, where he's like bleeding arrogance. Yeah, it was like. See, like to it, me, not, I ex-
2: made like Cobra Commander seem subtle. Like, right?
1: Th- that's like. That's like yeah. <laughs> Cobra, la Cobra. La, la.
2: Uh, that's like the, the 1980s cartoon villain dialogue. Come on, really?
0: Now I will say this: the if you read 15.1. Uh, which came out between uh, Superior One What of Amazing Spider uh, Amazing Spider Man Team Up, okay. which was the first Yoast issue. Um, that actually was a lot of fun, but by the time it got to this point, it's like, yeah, yeah, it, it got very irritating very quickly.
3: And for the record, Gerard, this this uh, monologue is actually toned down compared to most of slots.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, he's just a f***ing awful writer. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. <clears throat> a very bad writer.
3: You mean he's an exceptional individual?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody uses that phrase, I just keep thinking of the, the Plinkett's review of episode three.
3: That's where I got it from.
2: <laughs> it's like you're, if you're sitting with a friend that you know, suddenly he mentions that he's currently reading
0: Mind Kampf. <laughs> Without the context, that sounds so
1: bizarre.
0: <laughs> okay, anyway. So uh, I'm going to give my thoughts right quick. I actually liked some of the interaction between uh, not Peter and and Kane. I thought it was very natural. I liked that they actually acknowledged that they have a history together. Um, other than that, the re- I liked Pat Olive's one page. I liked the artwork uh, with Mar- Marco Ciccetto. But uh and I actually didn't mind the artwork for the rest of the second half, but uh so I'm gonna give this a D plus. Get out. I'm not giving up. No I...
3: <laughs> He pays the bills.
0: Yeah. I do. So, um we're gonna move on to funeral for an Octopus. <laughs> I really
1: after your entire reviews? <laughs> okay.
0: No, no, I, I just honestly, I mean, this story didn't need to happen. Maybe not. A lot of people at the time were clamoring for it. Um, it was the hot story. Superior was. It was pretty successful. There's a lot of leaps in logic. There's a lot. I do have a problem a little bit with Cain um, kind of being beaten down by Ock. By you know, maybe I really am a monster. It's kind of the modern day version of a man. <laughs> I'm not a man, I'm a clone type thing, you know?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, and just, so, yeah.
0: I, I just, I, you know, it really... You know, when I first read the, uh, the issue, uh, I'm not going to lie, I didn't really notice that Craven was in the background. What are you blind? Um, I was, blind, apparently. I was uh, My psychic blind spot kicked in. I just
3: didn't
0: um, care. So, you know, I, I legitimately was interested in the next issue... Uh, I remember talking about the the, the preview of what tw- Issue 21 was going to be, um, being kind of optimistic <laughs> and excited.
2: Oh, you were uh, kind of optimistic? You sent me that page. And you're like, oh my god, look!
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> and I just so, laughed in your face because I knew it was going to be a misdirection, which it
0: was. And it, it like took my heart and my hopes and my dreams and shattered them. Isn't that what modern Marvel's all about? Exactly. Uh-huh. You know, at least at least Hasbro, you know, has fulfilled my my hopes and dreams.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. They had, uh, we're, <laughs> we'll we're about recording this the uh the week after San Diego Comic Con, so you're
3: getting, yeah, we'll talk. Ben, you're getting three Ben Rally figures in the span of a year.
0: Three.
3: Yeah, there's uh Scarlet Spider, Spider Ben and uh Spider Carnage.
0: Well Spider Carnage is actually an alternate head. With oh, alternate okay, head. I
3: didn't realize that. Cool anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the uh, you, you remember the pizza sp- eating Spider-Man?
3: Yes, I've got one. I'm looking up at it right now.
0: Okay, so you you know you have the the mask up yeah. and the regular mask. Well, basically this is a repaint, but instead of having the mask up, they have the, the the Spider Carnage head, and instead of having the pizza the pizza holding hands, you have the the Carnage claws.
3: That's cool. I'm glad they're doing that. I wish they would treat other characters that way.
0: So I thought that was pretty legit.
3: Yeah, it is. It is.
0: It, it actually might force you to buy two of them if you want one to be exclusively spider garnish.
3: I'm doing that with chameleons. So I can have one as chameleon and one as hammerhead, but that's about it.
2: <sighs> really,
3: Gerard? I know what you're thinking. I know how you feel.
2: <laughs> Do you know what I'm thinking? Take a cut.
3: Yeah, you're thinking you which thinking? mayday got this exact this kind of treatment?
2: Indeed, I am. I'm also realizing just the amount of greed that it. Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'm not even going there. <laughs>
0: We're also getting a, a, a Scarlet Spider figure at the end of this month. At the end of this month, yeah, it's
2: already showing up in some uh, areas. Are we talking? We are talking Hoodie Scarlet Spider, yes,
0: right? not the Hoodie Scarlet Spider,
2: not the Kane Scarlet Spider that we just talked about being in a bullshit crossover with Superior Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, you can actually get both those figures with Hasbro now. Insert
2: uh Ted DiBiase's Million Dollar Man theme right here. Money,
1: I actually have both. I have both. Everybody's ver- got a price. I,
0: I've, I've done my version of Sibling Rivalry, and it was infinitely better than this one, so yes. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm giving it an F.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: You
2: know how I mentioned Mein Kampf a little while ago? I would have rather read a comic book adaptation of Mein Kampf than have to read something rivalry. Wrong <laughs> because...
3: <laughs> well, You know you read Grant Morrison's The New Adventures of Hitler.
2: That's oh, you mean you mean the new editor of Heavy Metal Magazines? Uh, why why? <laughs> is that happening?
3: It's yeah. already happened.
0: <laughs> really?
2: Okay, yeah. Uh. Well, heavy metal hasn't been relevant in, like, 20 years
0: anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to... Fu- there, there, was, there was some talk about it in Life of Riley, I thought, but Funeral for an Octopus actually, interestingly enough, was edited by, I believe, Tom Brevoort and Glenn Greenberg. I don't Brevoort co-wrote
2: it.
3: No, I don't see Glenn Greenberg's name here. I see Tom Brevoort's and... Uh...
2: Oh, that's right, I that's, right, that's right. Can I cannot read this Yeah.
0: So was, all right, ed- so
2: uh, it was edited by uh, Eric Floyd.
0: Okay. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's listed as the mourner. Danny Fingeroff is the pallbearer, and the Undertaker is Bobby Lansky. Okay. All right. So, uh, Funeral for an Octopus Part One is going to be covered by Mister Greg. He's going to bookend the reviews of this particular
1: issue.
3: Okay, Story. I read both of these earlier today, then I reread them, and I still can barely tell you what happened, because not much happened, but I will try. Uh, we get an okay cover, I kind of like the concept of it, it's not well drawn, but I like the idea of this cover, and... What?
0: So, Ron Lim rocks. Go sit in the corner and think about what you just said.
3: Nah,
2: the cover to issue two is better.
0: Okay.
3: So Spidey he- goes into a warehouse that used to be in hideout for Doc Ock after the government stripped it clean, although they left a few... Samples there, like a like a sample of the toxin that nearly killed Peter, and how the government didn't find this is stupid. Because it's st- sitting right out there on the table, I mean, why? I mean, it's
2: <laughs> not, <laughs> let's let's clear all this stuff out so they won't get their hands on it, except this deadly poisonous toxin that we just deadly, left laid out. Yes
3: yeah, deadly poisonous toxin, and this and these notes from Ak. I mean, why? I mean. Who's in charge?
2: <laughs> Let's clear this place out, except for this cauldron of bubbling acid. <laughs> uh, three nuclear bombs. And it's like, what? Come on.
3: Anyway, so Spidey swings off to Ox Funeral, where um he decides he's going to pay his respects. And the other guy did save his life, even though he was one of his worst enemies, so I get why. It's sensationalistic. Betty's there being Betty, and I wish we had a... Bertoni here to do his impression. So I'm going to try, just for... Try. So, um, Bertoni. if you listen, my apologies. Glad you came, Peter! Can you... You can do us both a favor and pass me a birth bag when I start to retch! Clearly, she's read Sibling Rivalry.
2: <laughs> no, because if she read Sibling Rivalry, she'd be dead.
3: That's true, because Sibling Rivalry was crap! We... We meet Doc Ock's cousin Elias Hargrove. I'm gonna call him Commissioner Gordon because he looks like Commissioner Gordon. He's <laughs> his cousin and his lawyer. He's uh, conducting the funeral where he makes a really boring, poorly written speech. Did Bravort write this? He probably did. And
2: we know he wrote co wrote this with Kentarovich, and we don't but we don't know which one did what.
3: And Scarlet Spider's watching from a distance. Like he didn't like Ock, but he didn't actually have any experience with them except for implanted memories, which will soon be his real memories before the retcon back into being his fake memories, but we're getting ahead of ourselves.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, we should probably mention, uh, this takes place in between, uh, I think Web of Death and uh, Players and Pawns.
3: Yeah, because Peter still doesn't know that Scarlet Spider is a thing.
2: Plus he hasn't met uh, Kane yet
3: either. and And so after the funeral gathers up, Spidey lands on uh, on the plot, and he does his whole, you and I weren't so different after all, thank you for saving me, and I'm going to bring your killer to justice. And, um, I'm thinking, didn't Oc almost blow up the world a couple times? Yes. I mean, not too long ago, didn't he appoint a nuke at Manhattan and was going to blow it up just for the fun of it? Wasn't this the same story where he nearly crippled Felicia Hardy?
2: Peter forgets a lot of things when he's written badly.
3: Peter's a very forgiving guy.
2: <laughs> Again, especially since this issue is co-written by the the visionary who brought you Freedom Force.
3: Yeah, let's see what happens the next time Norman Osborne has a funeral, if Peter will show up to be nice to him. <laughs> so anyway, Commissioner Gordon is given another assignment from uh, from one of Ogg's goons, where he... They're very vague about it, but basically some of Ox's equipment is being stored by the government, and and he has to get the remaining members of the Sensor 6 to retrieve it. But, and Scarlet Spider has a brief and weak fight with the young Vulture, and oh my god, I hated this thing. Why
2: was this happening? Because uh, they needed to fill approximately three pages.
3: Yeah, that and... Was making the Vulture Young an idea from the comics, or was this selling action figures? There was a young Vulture action figure back in the 90s, not an old Vulture.
2: Yeah, but that was after this. This is actually, I think it was much after this, right?
3: It was around nineteen ninety-two,
2: three, four 3, 4, around then. Yeah, like the, the, the show was later than that. They had turned him young. Yeah,
3: but the Vulture got his figure before the show came out.
2: Yes, I yes, know, but we're, we're saying he got he got turned young in like maybe ninety one, ninety two.
3: Yeah, there he is. The goes. figure
2: didn't come out until like ninety four.
3: Yeah, you're probably right. So we have this brief, unexciting fight scene, and then and then Vulture meets up in the warehouse with Electro, Mysterio, and the crappy hobgoblin. Jason Philip McIndale, former petty crook, and now your (laughs) (laughs) husband-to-be.
0: Everything in this house has been paid for by crime.
3: (laughs) Oh, but now that you know why, you must marry me, or else I can't let you live. And then he nearly rapes her against the wall before Green goblin person.
0: (laughs) I can't let you live. (laughs) Warning,
3: people, this is the most fun we're going to have during this review. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah continued, and, Greg.
3: and we see some boring government guys with a uh, playing with ox tentacles and
0: characters
3: uh, <laughs> let's see we, yay Mary Jane I wish she was in comics more often so yeah, I'm just going through this again And uh, So Elias, Commissioner Gordon Contacts the Censor Six and gives them their assignments And if they don't obey him He has information about them That can make their lives very uncomfortable You know, because they're not wanted authorities Who would be sent to prison for life For committing all sorts of crimes at this point So what could he really do to them that no one else could? Could I don't get it <laughs> I don't know And so Scarlet Spider bursts in And he says he's going to take out the rest of the Censor Six Permanently to be continued. Ooh. Crap. And,
0: in, and in part two, we pick up right where we left off with Scroll at Spider taking taking out the clowns permanently. There is a not little story box note. This story takes place prior to the events of Amazing A Web of Spider Man number one twenty three.
2: Which like I said was players and because I have to look it yep. up.
0: So uh we have the Sinister Four being uh <laughs> you're, taken you're,
2: you're, out. you're recapping this? Okay.
0: I thought I was recapping. <laughs> no, I was supposed to recap this one. I don't
2: care. I didn't write anything.
0: Go ahead. No, no, you can recap. I don't know. No, I don't want to. <laughs> by all means. Did I... Okay, so uh, this this particular part is written by Tom Brevort and Mike Kernakovich.
2: Kantarovich. Learn Kantara- to
0: read uh, and they're Texas,
2: for Christ's sake, though. You, 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 you guys aren't that dumb, right?
0: No, no, no. Stuart Johnson does the uh, breakdowns, and Al Milgram does the finishes. Uh, very Al Milgram and uh, in, heavily influenced. You can tell he does the finishes throughout this book. So uh, we have the not-good green, er, green Goblin, the not-good Hobgoblin, saying, No, Electro, you fool, it's the other one. The Scarlet Spider. So apparently, out of all of all of the Sinister Six, the only person that reads the Daily Bugle is Jason Philip Mackendell. A fight ensues where Scarlet Spider.
1: Wait, 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 wait!
3: Doesn't Peter not know the Scarlet Spider's a thing and yet? The Bugle's already reporting on him.
0: Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's a good question. When did he get the name? Because I don't think it was
0: this. I... No, I thought he, I thought he got the moniker from Ken, from Canellis.
2: Right, 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 but when?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to I thought I thought it was early on. But then how does Peter still not know <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, this is just getting stupid. Let's do
0: Yeah, we're putting away too much logic into this. Anyway, so uh, uh fight uh, fight and uh, occurs between the sinis- the not so sinister six and uh and Spider. Pretty much by the end of it uh um we then cut back and forth to uh to the only living relative of of uh, Doctor Otto Octavius, Commissioner Gordon. The not Commissioner Gordon. So uh,
3: <laughs> he's a young Willie lumpkin. There you go. <laughs> he's a young Fantastic Mister Frump.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh dear! I would have liked to read a story with him instead of this.
0: We then cut to a facility that's uh, apparently. Uh, Housing some more of Ox Tech, uh, Vulture, Young Vulture and Mysterio, and, and everybody have since escaped. They're trying to get all the tech. Then Spider-Man shows up and um, and takes the fight to everybody. Aren't the end we, of the
3: yeah. Aren't we prepared? We should have gotten my friend Kristen to write a poem to describe these. Listen to the next spectacular radio, everybody. It's going to be great.
2: <laughs>
0: it could be better oh. than this. So, uh, Peter Peter then ta- attacks the Sinister Four, and by the end of it, Peter decides he needs to get an upgrade. And uh, the 1990s cartoon, Your Eyes Do Not Deceive You, there actually was a Oct- Octo-Spidey story, and this is the Octo-Spidey story. Anybody that remembers the last episode of Amaz- the animated series knows that there's a uh, Octo Octo Spidey running around in that particular episode. There also was a action figure with Octo Spidey that I had.
2: I think the uh, well, no, but the uh, wasn't the Octo Spidey figure based on an alternate universe Spider-Man. Uh it
0: came out before the Cause end I remember, of the series. Cause,
2: no, cuz I remember oh, you know what? Oh my god, I'm I, I'm having a brain cramp. I'm thinking of the one with the cybernetic arm. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. I'm a I'm a, I'm a dum dum.
3: Why couldn't the robot be in this? The voice-commanded
1: robots. The cyber <laughs> robot. The, the, to me, no, me. That, well,
0: well, the one with the cyber arm actually was based off the Eric Larson story. Right, right, right. The Revenge of the Sinister
2: Six or Return yeah. of the Sinister Six or whatever. Yeah. The one that he was the minute. one that he was drawing when his house burned down, and he still he still turned in his work on time. <laughs> Eat that, modern <laughs> comics artist. Mother yeah, mother Effer's house burned down And he still didn't miss his deadloids
0: The sad thing is Is I like Arson, Larson's artwork Better then than I do now Does he even draw still? He still does Savage Dragon
2: oh. I know he still wrote Savage Dragon I didn't realize he's still doing the art More props to him I don't give a damn about Savage Dragon But more props to him He's still sticking with it <laughs>
0: All right, then we cut to uh, Mr. Greg. He's going to have part t- trace.
2: Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just skipped, like, six pages of the story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The him at okay. the Spider-Rock isn't the end of it.
0: <laughs> I thought it was the end of it. Okay. No, okay. there are, like, six more pages left. So, uh... Nothing then...
2: inconsequential happens other than, like, the last page, but...
0: Uh... So then, you know, Peter, in Ox, with Ox arms, continues to take the fight to the Sinister Four. And uh, it begins to even the odds, but the Sinister Four decide to flee. When they they get to, to the outside, they run into the Mark... Okay,
2: you know, there's so many parallels between this and
0: sibling rivalry
2: that we would probably have pointed out if we actually gave a damn about either of these stories. <laughs> like, like a uh, Doctor Octopus and Spider-Man sort of fused together in this issue. You have him with, with the with Octopus's arms, and then Superior. Yeah. You have Doctor Octopus and Spider mans braid. You have Kane in
0: both stories. All sorts of Cain, stuff. Kane making a prominent role in both stories,
3: but there's no semen in, bo- in this, this one.
2: Uh, Will you stop at the scene? Greg, what are you talking about? Didn't you see on page. No, I kidding.
0: Alright, so Funeral from Octopus Part 3. Greg, give the damn recap. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to lose my ever-loving freaking mind.
3: Okay, Spider Man, Funeral for an Octopus, rest in crap. That's on the cover. <laughs> okay, so we.
0: Rest in up- pieces! Get it right, chance. <laughs> <I don't care. laughs>
3: okay, so Spidey's fighting Ox arms which are out of control. While he's wearing them, because why did he put these on again? That's a dumb thing to do. And he's been fu- shot at by the government because um, I don't know, they're Jade helmet or something.
2: <laughs> okay, let's be honest. The reason is because they had the the arms in their protective custody because they wanted. To, because they're the government unless they own everything they don't feel satisfied so now they're shooting at him to prevent him from getting away
3: spidey should just ask the nra to make ox arms legal
0: <laughs> that doesn't even make sense i'm about to slap the 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 taste out of your mouth there bashansky quit hey
3: i'm a member of the nra i'm just making a joke wait you're, okay. you're a member of the
2: nra i didn't know that. yeah yeah oh and you're a gun right? owner i didn't know you're okay
3: Okay. Meanwhile Scarlet Spider breaks out of the rubble after his fight while um Craven is about to kill Mysterio who doesn't crave that. Craven? Kane, ha- <laughs> I'm tired, I'm tired.
0: No excuse. They don't even look like you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, don't you know anything? If Kane puts on Spider Man's costume, he looks just like
0: <laughs> Oh, that joke will never die. No,
3: no. And Morbius looks just like Spider Man on the top of a building across
2: a block. <laughs> Only Spider Man can get in a window this way.
3: Okay, Kane's about to kill him, and Mysterio has no. Oh, wait, there's a head. I see the hair under there, but. I'm just looking at this, and I'm wondering how low is Quentin Beck's face, head on his body? Look at this thing.
2: Well, as we find out, it's not even Quentin Beck!
3: Of course not. It never is. It's a Doombot. <laughs> I mean, a bot, An automaton, Kane says. Before smashing it up, meanwhile, Electro shows up to uh, blast it. Kane only, he gets his ass kicked because Kane was the hot villain of this era. Meanwhile, Boren fights scene with Spidey and the government with ox arms, and, uh, scientist bitches and moans before he gets the web gag that J.J. and Jameson wears on a daily basis. And Cain, okay, Kane leaves uh, Electro alive because he doesn't want Spider Man to uncover the truth of his existence. I mean Kane, it's okay. You can finish him off. All Spider's in the nose, there's another one of the, one of the million mass psychos running around. He's not gonna <laughs> think think any different of you than he does of is Phil Yurik the goblin yet?
2: No. Okay, whatever. Meanwhile, uh,
0: that won't be till around uh, uh, greatest responsibility.
2: What are you talking about?
0: That's when that's when Phil Yurt becomes the Green Goblin.
2: Okay, that, I just okay. That's you know what happened. I just blanked and confused greatest responsibility and the final adventure. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Okay. Oh, oh god, my brain.
3: Okay. Meanwhile, Commissioner Gordon confronts Ock's henchman and realizes he's been fed images of a fake Ock in his glasses and. Oh my god, this is even stupider than <laughs> Simon 3. As,
2: as he explains, it couldn't possibly be Dr. Octopus in the video because in the video, there's a re- reflection of the city's skyline that's upside down. And as he says, as we all know from optics, that isn't complete, that isn't at all possible. His it's eye
3: patch, it's on the wrong guy.
2: <laughs> that isn't at all possible. <clears throat> Except if he's wearing uh, concave mirrored lenses, and the skyline is further than the set, than the uh, point of concavity of the lenses themselves, which case, upside down. Yeah, basically,
3: basically, Tom Brevard, I've decided to blame him for that, <laughs> because I don't like him. It's been clever, but it's really not. No, it's Mysterio again.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that was that slot that said that? Or was it? Wag- they're all—they're all just a giant monster to me.
3: Yeah, Scarlet Spider fights Mysterio. This is before Mysterio started dressing up as Hexis from <laughs> Ferngully. <from> <laughs> and he webs up. Not Commissioner Gordon and big explosion, and not Commissioner Gordon walks off into the sunset. He has a second chance at life, and yet somehow, for some reason, he doesn't show up at all during Superior Fireman doesn't care when Otto dies again, for real.
2: Actually, this is his last appearance. And I would say he doesn't show up again. <laughs> like, ever. <laughs>
3: ever, yeah. I mean, okay, because it, I'll get back to this. And Meanwhile, P- Peter's having some more appreciative memories of Ock and Vows bring his killer justice, and uh, nothing in this story matters. This story was crap. As you can tell by our recaps, none of us gave a crap, even though Zach is the biggest enthusiast of this era out of all of us. And I might like this era, too, but if Zach doesn't give a crap about a Clone Saga story, you know it's bad. Yep. Am I right,
0: Zack? Yeah, you're pretty much right. I'll start with my thoughts. Um, yeah, this one was kind of mediocre.
2: <laughs> kind of mediocre? <laughs> I still <laughs> didn't tell you what happened to this.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, like I would rather, I would have rather, you know. I, I, look, I, I bought the trade. It's in the trades. It's in Epic Book Number Two. Uh, and, and by the way, remember that uh, that uh, World Trade Center story with, uh, with. The, no, uh, the you World, in Unlimited.
1: The, the L- Unlimited
0: issue. The Unlimited issue is the very next story after oh. a few. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Thomas no. Blood
0: Brothers? Can we do Blood Brothers next
2: instead? Uh, yeah. Yeah, watch, so, watch this a holes going to do Blood Brothers without us. He's going to have. It's going to be him, Josh, and, and Don, and we get to sit there and lament the fact that you
0: we weren't there. No, everybody will be on. I want everybody on for Blood Brothers, so. Okay, good. Uh, you know, I, I, but. but oh, you honestly, us after this. <laughs> you know, honestly, this, this particular story, uh, it, it's a. Is it as a consequ- consequential miniseries? No, as I what the hell was
2: that? <laughs> He's gonna be bleeding again, Zach. Zach. Uh, so you know any more racist jokes, right?
0: Okay, can you hear me now. Yes. yes. What just happened? My mic. So, um, okay, so the, to me, it was a mediocre story. It was a story that was really not consequential. It was a story that, uh, uh, did it need to be written? Probably not. But you know, they were trying to fill up some time and make some extra money. It's the '90s. The artwork was okay. Uh, our pal Sal did the break. The, the, did the finishes helped Did the finishes with Al Milgram this particular final part? Um, so it did not look consistent from the first two stories. Uh, I like our. Uh, I like Sabi Sima, but it didn't look very good. I think this part. Was definitely, I think part three had a different penciler too. No, I think I about the, it.
2: Uh-huh. Yes it did. So.
0: <laughs> well there you go. That's why it didn't look so good because they had two different pencilers. So to me, I mean this was this was a story that somebody somebody from on high said, Oh hey, we need to acknowledge this. And oh by the way, Peter and, and Scroll and Spider cannot interact with each other. And oh by the way, Kane can interact with each other. So you have all these all these things you can't do and that's why this story doesn't really work. And it no
3: and it was of no consequence. Okay, Ben Riley meets the Jason McIndale Hobgoblin. But then he has no memory of him in Blood Brothers.
0: Yep. Which we'll cover next month.
3: Yeah, we'll talk about this again there. I mean, although I did like yeah. the I fought the Green Goblin and you're no Green Goblin moment because McIndale kind of sucked. No, he really sucked.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, nobody, nobody wanted to remember this. And remember, that was also Howard Mackey that wrote that issue.
2: Yeah, you're right. That guy isn't exactly a continuity master. Nope. So.
0: Anyway, that that's my thoughts. Uh, Gerard, give yours.
2: Uh, well, did you give a grade?
0: Uh, my grade is going to be a D. <laughs> that's not what mediocre means, but okay. I you know what? That'd be... Uh, uh, uh,
2: screw it. I'm giving it an F. We'll just give F. <laughs> a- that's really not what mediocre means, but I'll take it because this is an absolute F story. Um, <sighs> uh, I don't. Okay, let me just begin with the most obvious thing. This this story has some of the worst dialogue I've ever read in this in a story of any kind, especially a Spider-Man story. Like every single line was a groaner. Oh my god! I don't know who was responsible because there's two writers on this garbage. It was Tom Brevoort and Mike Kantarovich. and because I hate Brevoort for other reasons, I'm going to blame him for it. <laughs> This stupid hipster hat and his punchable Ewok face. I'm going to assume that he wrote this terrible garbage because oh my god, the, the dialogue is, is awful. And, I'm not we'll be, gonna...
3: and we'll be seeing him at New York Comic Con in a few months.
2: <laughs> I'll bring my flamethrower. Um, I'm not going to read any examples because I don't want because I love you listeners. I don't want any of you to have to call the suicide prevention hotline so just take my word for it, okay? Every line is a groaner. Every single one. Uh, Kane appears and then does nothing. Which makes me wonder why he's even in the
0: story. Because... The, for sales. That's the only reason. I mean, this this story literally was made simply because uh, to capitalize, oh, Dr. Artopus is dead, so we need, we need your... You know they need to have a funeral for them. We can't acknowledge that in the real books. Oh hey, let's create a miniseries devoted to that. By, and okay, by the oh, way, oh hey,
2: actual funerals like
0: three pages. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and there's a bunch of people that are that we see that have some kind of history with them, but they don't even mention them by name.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, It's
2: like, oh, I tried to be his psychiatrist. I'm like, who the hell is this guy?
0: <laughs> Go home, you're drunk, and yeah, this this, uh, you know that. There was a reason – I knew that eventually when we were going to be covering both of these stories that we're covering tonight that they weren't going to be very good. That's why I decided to combine them in a hodgepodge of this. (laughs) And, you know, it it just – and now you know why.
3: Well, the the hodgepodge works because
2: of the thematic links between them that are completely unintentional.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Yeah, this thing has a weak art, almost no plot to speak of. Uh, The MacGuffins of the story, which are basically all the tech that Doc Ock had, basically end up going nowhere. I mean, I think the intention was that Mysterio gets all that, his hands on all that stuff, but I don't even remember him using any of it. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, uh, I have a little... (laughs) You know that guy, uh, Doc Ock's only remaining living relative? Mr. Hargrove? I actually know something about this guy. Hold on to your butts. So uh, he's only ever made six appearances, right? These three issues. Oh, sorry, seven appearances. These three issues. The uh, the unlimited issue that gives Doc Ock's origin.
0: Which one was that again, Zach? It was
2: three? Three.
0: Uh, three, and then they did, redid it like uh, later on, like eighteen or something. Yeah, like yeah,
2: those three I'm talking about. And then he he's fir- he first appeared in that Lethal Foes of Spider-Man miniseries. Remember that one? I do. Okay, so just to give a quick recap, basically Doc Ock is in jail, and they've separated, and his arms are being melted, right? So there's a whole bunch of convoluted BS that involves uh, his cousin uh, Doc Ock and the answer. <laughs> where the cousin... Because Doc Ock has some dirt on him, which is that he, like, I think he embezzled company money or something like that from his job as a scientist or some nonsense like that. It was some corporate crime that they usually that they usually send people to country club prisons for. I don't know why this guy is so scared, but anyway. So he does something like that, and then Doc Ock's got him by the nuts, as you saw in this story. <laughs> but I'll get to why that makes no sense later. So uh, he has this guy do some convoluted nonsense involving some kind of nuclear ray gun and <laughs> getting the answer to resurrect Doc Ock's arms so that Doc Ock could break out of prison or some nonsense like that so basically in Lethal Foes the, uh, his cousin is responsible for getting him out of prison and that's what Doc Ock refers to in this story when he says something like oh you, you proved yourself or something like that or have a backbone or whatever nonsense and so he had him executing his plan Except that, as we found out, it was actually a fake Doc Ock on the tape, so how the hell did they even know that he broke Doc Ock out of prison? That's a huge continuity error, but anyway. But the whole point of bringing all this up is that at the end, his story arc, the cousin's story arc in the whole Lethal Foes miniseries, is that he starts the story with Doc, under Doc Ock's thumb, because he's scared of him, and by the end of the story, he's free to go live his life. Doesn't that just sound familiar?
1: Yeah. That's, that's the exact same character arc he
2: has in this story, like, as if they completely forgot that he ever appeared before.
1: <laughs> it's
2: like
0: they went to the continuity cop and said, hey, this guy's, you know, he's made this appearance here.
2: It's like they reused the same character arc, made references to the story that make no sense, because the guy making the fake tape shouldn't know that that happened. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> I don't. Oh my god, it's just such a cluster of. Tom Brevoort?
3: Speaking of continuity, Dan Slott, continuity porn master, did not bring this guy back at all during Superior. In fact, all he had to do was show in one panel. Remember that uh, two-page spread in Goblin Nation where Norman Osborn s- says, okay, since you killed Peter P- Peter Parker, I'm going to kill everything that matters to you, and he blows up the lab that houses Ox Creations, he blows up the house he was born in, and he blows up the plant that he had, at his accident everything, he was erasing Ark from existence by blowing up and destroying everything that Ark had any connection to just because he's Norman Osborn is an asshole. No, no mention of this guy. And you know Norman would have covered it.
2: Wait, 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 slow down. That happened? Yeah. That's a real story? That is a real story, yes. Uh, can you guys excuse me for a second? Okay, anyway... <clears throat> Uh, Back to the reviews, as after I just flung my my, uh, clipboard and pen across the room and I no longer have my notes in front of me. Uh, So yeah, this is a bunch of meandering crap that doesn't go anywhere. So yeah, it's kind of similar to Sibling Rivalry. And similarly, I will give it an F. My
3: overall overall grade for this is, um, again, I'm not going to say F because it's an automatic F. It's crap. It's just crap. Everything we read tonight was crap.
0: My daughter doesn't even like this story.
3: Your daughter has taste.
0: Yes, my daughter does have taste. So. Anyway,
3: Greg... You're right, you're right. What? Anyway, Greg... Anyway, it's crap. It's all crap.
1: It's just a big pile of crap. <laughs> and that's his... <what's laughs> is it crap,
0: Greg? Is it really crap, Greg? Is that is that all you're going to say? Is it is crap? <laughs>
3: festering crap filled with pieces of corn. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm, wow. I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm, I'm really I, I'm trying to think of something positive to say about this story.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> really, oh my god! I really don't have one. It's
0: it's it's it was a pointless story, and you know we have now covered two of the miniseries. We we covered a good miniseries. Wait wait and-
1: wait. wait, wait. Forgot to
3: ask someone very important. What do you think?s of this, Doctor Octopus? What do you think? No! Yes. Th- Thank you, Otto. All
0: right. So, I mean, you know. Not a very good story on both accounts. And, you know, this wraps up this episode. This episode of uh, Clone Socket <laughs> Chronicles.
2: Anyone who's stuck with it this far, I salute you, and at the same time, I pity you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, needless to say, we appreciate you, you taking time to listen to the show. You can always contact us at 818-925-6631. That's their phone number to leave a voicemail for the CSC... Uh, CSC as well as Mayday Mondays and Spectacular Radio you can also leave us an email at clones.crodicles at com, or you can leave us a review on iTunes So uh, don't base a review on this episode yeah we really do apologize for this episode we, we will do better next time when we cover Blood Brothers
2: this, the this, story, these, these comics killed me yeah
0: A story that actually we might actually like. So uh, until next time, Clone Eds, uh, stay safe, and we will talk to you later. And don't forget to tune in to Mayday Mondays and Spectacular Radio, and of course this show on the dot 2com radio network. This has been another production of Clone Saga Chronicles.